When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, college football fans across the nation and around the world. And I do mean across the nation and around the world. Uh, as soon as I introduce my co-pilot for this week, uh, welcome once again to the Tim May podcast. Uh, can you believe it? Another Tim May podcast. We're getting close to 200 now, but uh, but I digress. Let's just jump right into my, my special guest here. I've been wanting to have him on for several weeks now. Uh, Kevin Pearson, a.k.a. Scoop Edits, a.k.a. Scoop from Burleson, Texas. But ladies and gentlemen, he has quite a tie to, to Ohio State football, especially to Ohio State football recruiting, especially to a certain five-star quarterback who just announced his commitment to Ohio State last month, Dylan, Dylan Rayola. Uh, Kevin Pearson, a.k.a. from now on, Scoop, welcome to the Tim May Podcast. I appreciate it. Being in the presence of a legend like yourself is uh, – this is a humbling and, and, and blessed experience for me. I've Never been on a podcast before, so, you know, you're kind of popping my, uh, you know. Yeah, let's not say that. For podcast, but. Yeah, I'm popping your balloon. Yes. <laughs> but, uh, no, well, you know, as we found out, man, and getting to know each other over the last several weeks, we have a lot in common, you know, and and not just that we are both had, te- we both spent time in Texas. You right now, obviously, pretty much your whole life, I would think, or a, born a, a lot of it. Uh, me, I grew up in Lufkin, Texas. You once were, a, were, were an assistant coach at Huntington, Texas, the Huntington Red Devils. Aren't they still the Red Devils? Yes, sir. And uh, they didn't even have football when I lived there back in the late 60s, early 70s. And, uh, you know, it's really funny how just, boy, just circumstances put two people together. But the reason we got together is because you did the graphics work, uh, helped Dylan Rayola with the graphics work when he announced – his big time commitment to the Ohio State University. And, you know, just before we get into your passion for what you're doing now, which I think is an industry that's just blowing up. And uh, I think you're in the middle of it. You may, in fact, be uh, the, the key the key factor there in the middle of this uh, industry that's blowing up. But uh, you and Dylan Rayola, how did you guys ever hook up? Uh, you know, he uh, <laughs> uh, I had the privilege of, of coaching with John Kitna when he was in Waxahachie. And um, the, the, the offensive coordinator that he hired in 2017 was our offensive coordinator in Cedar Hill when I was there in 2016. And uh, Woody told Kit, he was like, man, you got to bring Scoop. Like he's, he's, he's full energy. He's got all sorts of talents that you'll, you won't even believe and the highlight videos and the graphics and all that. And so I met with John one day and he was like, dude, you're my guy. And I've been his guy ever since. And uh, when he, came back out of coaching from the Cowboys and got the job at Burleson. Um, he drug Dom out here with him and, uh, you know, just got to meet Dom like the first time they came out to Burleson. And uh, I had the privilege of being Dylan's offensive coordinator for the JV football team his freshman year. Oh, and when you say and Dom, who are you referring to? To, to his dad, Dom yeah, Rayola. Dominic Rayola, yeah. yeah, former Yeah, NFL I just call him Dom because he's just my guy. And Yeah, that's and, you, man. Uh, that's what I, I, I had the pleasure know. of getting to know that family and, and um, man, what a, what a football pedigree. And, and uh, I tell you what, his, his, 
his younger brother, Dayton, is going to probably be the best out of all three of them. And I say that with respect to, to Dylan because, holy cow, when he, when he told me it was going to be Ohio State, I was like, man, like you – because uh, I, I got to meet Coach May several times when I was at DeSoto. Um, he came down to, to, to visit a couple of our recruits and stuff. And I told him, I said, man, because he told me, he's like, he went up there for a visit. He came back from his official. And Dom told me, he was, his dad told me, like, dude, there ain't nobody else. And he's like, we're not waiting. Because wow. he wanted it to be a slow process. And yeah. he wanted to keep Dylan humble and, and all that. And, um, you know, he said, he said when they came back from Ohio State, he's like, we know, we know where we're going to be. And uh, he's like, you know, you know, there, there's some, there's some big time names in, in the graphics world. And uh, Dylan told me, he's like, they all hit me up when I told them I was committing. He said, but no, he said, I needed one person to do my edit and that was scoop. And so, you know, I had the privilege of, of getting to do that for him. And uh, man, I love Ohio state. And uh, it was a, it was definitely a pretty cool. Uh, it was definitely a pretty cool edit to do. So yeah, you've even learned what a buckeye looks like and what a buckeye leaf looks like. It looks a little bit like a marijuana plant, doesn't it? Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I tell you what. Every time I do an edit for anybody, and and you know when I've when I've done an edit for Dylan or I've done an edit for some of these other you know Power Five guys, um, I get all these kids reaching out to me from other states and stuff, and so I really I really try to take pride in my edits. Like I, like I told you, you know, uh, on, on messaging, you know, I, I, I pour a lot of passion and a lot of heart into what I do and yeah. it's not a business for me. I've been doing it for free up until, you know, maybe six months ago, I would just do them because, you know, working in DeSoto and Cedar Hill, you know, South Dallas, a lot of kids don't have the money to, to throw out hundreds of dollars to get recruited or whatever. And um, I'll never forget 2016. We had a running back from Cedar Hill and uh, I did a highlight video for him and Alcorn State saw it and it was his one and only offer. And he played four years at Alcorn State and was a starter for three years. So, wow. um, you know, that's just kind of what what got me into it. And, um, you know, <laughs> they always call me the hype man, Coach Kitten, Coach McGuire, who's now at Tech. Um, you know, I'm the, I'm the guy with the towel on the sideline just going nuts. And and, uh, you know, I just I've always had a passion for 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 athletes in general, not just football. Um, every school I've been at, they always, <laughs> I always end up doing girls basketball, you know, graphics or, you yeah. know, baseball yeah. or lacrosse, you name it. And, um, you know, I just, I just love what I do. And let's get into that in a minute. Uh, Cause I, I think that's extremely interesting how you just sort of like, you know, middle of mid, not a midlife crisis. Cause you're not that old yet. Are you? What, what, what's your oh, age? I'm, <laughs> I'm 39. So I'm he's right 39 there. folks. He's you not 40 yet. Call this a midlife crisis. Cause it's a career change and everything right now. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> so I guess it would be midlife. Yeah. Yeah. I'd love to be 39. I'm 68, but uh, I digress. Uh, but what I'm getting to here is uh, you and Dylan, you know, was your heart broken when they moved, when he moved to Chandler, Arizona? I mean, hi, you know, you know, um, you're I left this guy is big time big time go ahead now oh I left Burleson a year before they did um they stayed for one more year after I, I left I took a job in Arlington you know I was telling you earlier you know I just I felt like you know I needed a break from football and so I literally took a job at a middle school like two blocks from my house you know I could wake up five minutes before the bell rang and get to school and there were no more 6 a.m. meetings and two, yeah. three o'clock in the morning, breaking down offensive and defensive film. And because, you know, being the video coordinator for 10 years, 
you know, I had to do the offensive film and the defensive film and make sure everybody had everything, you know, after the game on Friday night. So there would be times I'd show back up to my house at four or five o'clock in the morning, or I just, you know, I had, when I was at DeSoto and when I was at Cedar Hill, I actually had a, an air mattress and I would just sleep so that I could show up for meetings on Saturday morning. So, yeah. um, but you know, wow. you know, when I, I had, you know, when I got to meet those guys in Burleson, um, you know, I knew Dylan was special, like, you know, his, what, what's funny is, is we had a, a kid in eighth grade when Dylan was there and he, he was the nephew of Patrick Mahomes. And so Patrick, you know, has actually done some work with Dylan and, and they've worked out together a couple of times. And I kept telling his dad, you know, just watching him on the sidelines, I said, man, cause I've seen Pat, I've seen a lot of Patrick at tech. I, you know, I was, I was actually one of the guys that was pushing to get him there. And I'm, I'm very close with the baseball program at tech. And so I was glad that he, you know, got to play a little baseball for us. Um, but I'm <laughs> telling you, Dylan is, is Patrick. And there's, you can't put him and Patrick in the same voice because Patrick's on another level, but Dylan is, um, <laughs> he throws the ball further, you know, <laughs> yeah. he, he runs a little, he runs a little bit better than Patrick does. Yeah. And he's just a special kid and, and what a great family. And um, man, I, Ohio state's getting probably the best quarterback they'll have they've had in, in, in years. And that's saying a lot because there's been some good ones come through there. Could Dylan, could Dylan play base? Could Dylan be a big time baseball prospect? Dylan's a better baseball player than he's a football player. Wow. Yeah. When, when he was at, when he was at Burleson, he was MVP, uh, all state as a freshman catcher. And I've never seen a pop time and I've never seen a bat like uh, on a kid like that ever. Like he, like he, he's just like Patrick, he can go either way. And, and uh, to be honest with you, would not be surprised if he gets drafted in the major league draft and maybe even tries to play when he's at Ohio State because yeah. his love for baseball is just as high as his love for football. It's funny, though. He's a big-time quarterback, and he's a catcher. You know what I mean? Instead oh, yeah. A fireballing, curveball, occasional pitcher. But go ahead. Right. He No, he he pitched a little bit, but his love is, is behind the plate. Yeah, because he can direct dude, things, right? Oh, yeah. He's, yeah. He's, 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 he's the quarterback. That's like That's his thing. And, you know, I've never seen um, – I've never seen – in my 12 years of coaching high school football, I've never seen a coaching staff trust a JV quarterback to let him call the plays. Like, we just – we let him do – he would audible. Like, he can read defenses and see stuff that – and he's a, he's a film junkie. Um, he studies anything and everything, and he gets it from his dad. You know, if you watch film on his dad, his dad was a nightmare in the NFL – um, as a matter of fact, that's one of my favorite videos to ever watch is just him knocking the crap out of people on Sundays. But uh, but that 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 kid is just like he's he's a smart kid. It's not even just football talent. That's not that's just the half of it. But um, just his brains and the way his his mind works. You know, I've always told kids whenever whenever they play and I coach kids, you know, you always have to be one play ahead. And, you know, especially a lot of places when you run quick offenses and you have to like th think on your feet and stuff. Yeah. You know, footworks, you know, you know, seeing the field, reading the defense, you know, trying to get a call from the sideline. And but Dylan's just like he's thinking third quarter and we're still in the first quarter. Yeah. And uh, so, I mean, it's just a it's a whole different it's a whole it's a whole different watching a football game, watching him play a football game is is a whole deal. In it. And Chandler won't lose a game. I can promise you that. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> I tell you, I did a story in, in during spring football, a little after spring football, uh, for LettermanRow.com, uh, just about what makes CJ Stroud special. And most of it isn't what he's 
doing once he's throwing, but once he, once he's throwing, he's really good too. But it's all that other stuff you just touched on the preparation, the ability to see the field. Some kids, you know, a lot of guys can throw the ball, you know, fairly well, but it, that next step up, you know, from high school to college and then college to the NFL, it's another step up. It's just that ability to take it all in, you know, while you're thinking of what everybody's responsibility is on a play, whether you want to check out of a play just being able, like you said, see the field and understand the situation. And you're telling me, Dylan, you, you feel pretty good about the fact Dylan's already got a lot of that going for him. You know, that the, the first game as a starter in Burleson for, for his varsity uh, experience, I'll never forget it. I'm telling you, he can, he can see stuff before it happens. But there was a play, like it was the first drive of the game, and we had one of the fastest wide receivers you've ever seen, little white boy, Luke Peterson. And all Dylan saw was that the safety just took a step to the left, just just a half step. And he knew that that safety was going to overplay the opposite side. And and Luke was running a post route to the opposite side of the field. Yeah. So Dylan Dylan rolled out and then cut back to the left and just threw a threw a 65 yard dime across his body. I've never seen it before in my life and hit him in the corner of the end zone from like the the. the 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 minus 40 yard line it was it was incredible and at that and when i saw that on film i was like this dude's gonna play football wherever he wants freshman and you use one of my favorite words when it comes to describing a pass dropped a dime on him man i mean <laughs> don't you agree that's one oh that's just that just you know when, when stuff like that happens that makes a guy like me who does all the highlight videos and stuff like yeah I'm always running down to ask the, the my filmers and stuff, hey, did you get that? Did you get that? And, you know, I've always had to train some girls, you know, in high school and stuff to learn how to use a, a 4K camera and stabilizers and stuff. And, you know, that was like the <laughs> that was like the first game. And I was I was so nervous that those girls weren't going to get everything. And um, but uh, but man, when you when you got a guy like Dylan calling, you know, he's the signal caller. Man, that'll just make a highlight video so easy. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> or, or a graphic. Not, not only you make a highlight video, but then people are going to watch it. You know what I mean? That's yeah. You know, anybody can make a highlight yeah. video, but you're making a highlight video of a, of a superstar that, you know, you know, you're going to get hits from. And, and the bottom line is, you know, not that you did this on purpose, but showcasing people like that, you know, you have really taken this passion of yours, this newfound passion of yours and run with it. And, you know, let's just – Real quickly, I mean, you know, back in your day, like you said, you were a stocky, you know, whatever, wide receiver coach. You know what I mean, uh, Kevin, right? And, uh, yep. you know, uh, you know, like you, I think you brought it up in our prep, is, you know, our, 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 our video prep here. You know, maybe you didn't look the part, but you definitely coached the part and stuff. But uh, things turned. And like you said, you guys now have a, you now have a three-year-old son. You want to spend more time with him. And he kind of got out of coaching aspect full-time coaching aspect of things but uh what what was it was it was it something you saw uh was it a video you spent a lot of time on what what is it that got your passion really going with this graphics design uh with with these uh videos etc what what was it that really changed your life in your opinion um you know in, in uh... what was that moment i guess in 2016, um, Joey McGuire, he told me, he said, man, he said, screw all this X's and O's stuff. You, you have something else that you're, you're destined to do. And he's like, that's, that's highlights and that's graphics. And that was really 2016 was about the time that, you know, Twitter and Facebook and Instagram and all that was kind of taken off. 
Yeah. And um, I'll never forget it. And I, I've done one every year that I've been a coach since 2016. But I kind of meshed a, a video of, of Cedar Hill and the movie The Purge together. And um, like Joey, Joey, Joey's a very meticulous guy when it comes to meetings and stuff like that. And so I'm just sitting in the other room putting this thing together and I finished it up and I called him in there and I showed it to him and he went in and he was meeting with the defensive coaches. And this is at two o'clock in the morning, you know, and yeah. he stopped the entire meeting, had me plug in my laptop. And he's like, he's like, fellas, you've got to see this. Like, and we watched it and they were like, holy cow. Like if we show this on the jumbotron, like the other team's going to wet themselves. Yeah. And, um, <laughs> and that was pretty much the moment I knew what I was, you know, destined, destined to do. And, um, I've, I've never taken a, a, a class. Um, my college degree is in history and sports marketing. And so I don't really have any sort of like graphic design background. Um, you know, it's a, it's a blessing that YouTube is what it's become and everything's been self-taught. I've bought all my own equipment. Um, I've had a lot of, you know, athletic departments that aren't necessarily, you know, very keen into the idea of spending hundreds of thousands of dollars on camera equipment and, you know, stabilizers and Adobe programs and all this kind of stuff. And so a lot of it's been funded on my own. And, you know, my, my wife will tell you that I've probably spent way too much money than I've needed to. Um, but, you know, I want, I want to always put the best product out there and, and, and give, give, you know, every, every highlight video, we always started showing it right before the games and these, these kids would come unglued and they would tear the locker room up after that they would watch the videos. And, um, you know, about three years ago, I got, got into Photoshop and just started learning it. And I was like, man, there's just so much you can do with it. And there's just so many ways that you can just like tell a kid's story, even through a picture. And, you know, just over the last, you know, a few years or so, I've just kind of been self-taught and, uh, you know, just kind of learned my way through it. And, I'm one of those competitive guys. I've been a part of a sports team since I was able to hit a ball off a tee. And so if somebody comes out with some latest and greatest, you know, 3D text or, you know, some kind of effect that you can do. Um, a matter of fact, when we had March Madness, um, CBS actually asked me if I could, if they could use it, but I made a, I made an animated photo. It was like a, um, it was a frame by frame of a dunk dur during our game against Notre Dame. And uh, I did a frame by frame. It was like stop motion animation with, with Photoshop and like CBS turned it into one of their promos on Twitter. Wow. And so it was just one of those things. And then the NFL asked me to do some work um, with them when we were at DeSoto, when I was at DeSoto and we, uh, we were one of five high schools to wear the Jordan brand when I was at DeSoto, when Jordan first came to the high school ranks and uh, the uh, the CFO of, of Jordan Ashley asked me to do a, a, a uniform reveal and it made it all the way to the top. And the big man himself, I was told, actually watched it. And um, so I've, I've had the chance to I've had the chance to, to do some some big time projects. But, you know, it, it, like I said, you know, the, the, the little the 3A high school football player that I did that, you know, from Franklin, Texas, won a state championship. They never won one before. And just getting to talk to, to the kid when he asked me to do a graphic for him, he was like, we don't really even have anybody that takes our pictures. So I reached out to one of the UIL guys in the state tournament and um, I did a, I did a graphic for him and and, uh, you know, didn't charge him anything for it and whatnot. 
And those are the, those mean just as much to me as getting to do something for Under Armour or, or Jordan or anything like that. Yeah. Wow. You know, that's crazy because like you see, you and I talk, we're running a little bit short on time here, but I just want to hit some highlights here. You know, you, you're a big Texas Tech fan uh, and you work at Texas Tech. Uh, give, give people a little bit of background, though, of getting getting to know Mike Leach and the air raid offense and just how that also helps spur your passion, you know? Yeah, you can actually see the uh, Raiderville sign over my shoulder here. Yeah. Uh, I was actually the guy that started that. It was a pretty big deal this last year when we played Texas and basketball. Raiderville kind of got a lot of exposure this last year. But um, I, I showed up in a, in a lawn chair and had a cooler back in 2002 camping out for the A&M tech game and uh everybody thought i was crazy and uh, i started this whole movement and, and leach saw me in, sitting in a lawn chair and he was like what are you doing and i was like i'm camping out for the game and he's like you realize it's in five days right and i was like yes sir i said i just want to be the first in line and the the rest is history and i got close to them and then that actually got me a, i was a graduate assistant under bob knight for half a season and then with his son pat for two years wow and uh so it was kind of a it's just kind of a crazy road that that I've taken in, in sports. And man, you know, I my first year coaching, I put Bob Knight on my my resume. And uh, sure enough, when I was in East Texas, I was in on Alaska, a little one A school. Oh, yeah. First, that was my first coaching gig. And sure enough, the principal of the high school actually called Bob Knight on the phone. And he told me in the interview, he was like, I thought you were joking when you put his cell phone number down. He called Coach Knight, picked up the phone, talked to him, said, yeah dude, this is your man right here. Hire him, you know? And so like, it's wow. just Texas tech holds a very special place in my heart. And, uh, you know, I've, ro I've rooted for Leach and all those guys and all those players and coaches ever since. And, and, you know, when you look back at that picture of them in 2000, when he first got the job and you see where all these coaches are now and you see where all the players are now and, and they're coaching, it, it's incredible. It is. But God almighty, you were right in the middle of it, man. And Kevin, that's, I mean, excuse me, scoop. I mean, that's cool as hell. Hey, real quick, we're, we're running out of time here, but uh, I want you, do you have a couple of examples of some of your work you could hold up in front of the camera there? Because I know <laughs> people have seen one. the Dylan Rayola one, you know, Ohio State fans have, but uh, uh, it's just cool, so, cool stuff. So I was really close to, uh, I was really close to, to, to Coach Beard, who became the, the head coach at Tech. And uh, this is one of the ones that I did last year. It was the first time that we played UT ever since he had left. Wow. And uh, that's cool. <laughs> and so I asked him, I said, are you going to be mad if I take a pot shot at you? And he's like, oh, no, man, you have fun with it or whatever. And so I did the Star Wars and I made him look like the Phantom Menace. And he thought it was awesome. But, um, you know, it's uh, it, it man, it, I, I've, I've had the chance to do thousands of edits. And yes. and, and um, you know, it's just. I love, I love, I love the fan interaction. Um, I'm not a very self-centered person, um, but I just, I love it when something just like tugs at somebody's heartstrings or gets them fired up. Or when we posted the one about the, the Phantom Menace, um, the guys at Tech, like they were like, <laughs> if, if, if they had a spot in the athletic department, they said, man, they, they would have hired me. But um, you know, that one got a million views on Twitter and everything. So it was, um, it's, it's just, it's one of those things that, that graphic design is just crazy now. It's, it's, a it's a, it's a very, uh, saturated, uh, job market right now. Just, you know, being honest with you, 
Um, everybody's loving to do it and everybody's trying to get in the game. Um, so this old man is just, you know, <laughs> you know, as, as you can tell, I'm not even 40 and so I have gray hair. So I'm trying to keep up with the Joneses, but, um, you know, it's just graphic design. It's just a whole new ball game. And, you know, like with Dylan, you know, I, his, his Hawaiian background and, and, you know, obviously you, you can tell that I paid homage to that. And yes. I, I changed the, I changed the Buckeye to a Hawaiian Lily. And, um, I just, I love to just tell the story of athletes and, um, I love to just promote them and, and just, just tell their story. You know, and real quickly, uh, Sanai, it was at Sanai Lynch, Sanai Lynch from, uh, from, uh, from uh, Wayne High School in Huber Heights, Ohio. You just did one for her, but basically when she committed her sign with Ohio State, she's a long jumper and a triple jumper uh, from right down the road from where I live here, as a matter of fact. How did, how did you get that hook up? Where did that so, come from? So um, you guys have a football player with the last name Hicks, I believe. Yeah, C.J. Hicks. And, yes, C.J. And he actually direct messaged me on Twitter and said, hey, my good friend Sanai is going to, is going to commit to Ohio state. Would you mind doing a graphic? He said, I saw you, you do Dylan's. And he was like, man, it was, you know, they use the fire emoji these days. Yeah. And uh, I said, sure. And uh, never done a track edit. So that was kind of neat. That was a first for me too. And um, you know, it's just, it's one of those things where you just, it's like you said, it's a small world, you know, Dylan just happened to commit to Ohio state. And uh, ever since I've actually done two edits from Ohio state and probably going to do more. Um, but it's just, you know, it's it, and I I've had the ble- I've had the blessing of having some big names like Dylan and Shamar Turner, who's now at Texas A&M, and yeah. and all those guys. Uh, you know, and so when that stuff gets put out on Twitter, everybody sees it, and uh, um, you know, I just you know I get my my direct messages get flooded all the time with chances to do stuff from for kids all over the place, and um, you know, it's just it's it's a blessing, and I just I have fun with it, and. You know, my wife gets mad at me because I stay up too late sometimes. And, you know, sometimes she thinks I put my work over my family because I just once I start a project, I don't want to stop because I just, you know, I love what I do. Yeah. And um, it's just I'm telling you, graphic design is just something that that um, allows you to just be free. And, you know, it's not. an. And I've learned after, you know, retiring from the education world and coaching, it's not a nine to five gig and I can wake up and spend some time with the family and then just work on my edit here and there and, and, and did it get a graphic done. And, and uh, you know, it's, it's a, it, I, honestly, it, it probably was the best decision I've ever made to, to try to get into graphic design full time. Dude, you're an artist. I mean, no, if, you know, artists do their thing when they do their thing, you know, that's, what's cool. You've been able to turn that passion into like a clear artist you have an artist's eye about things and you see things other people don't, you put two and two together and come up with 14 sometimes. I mean, that's, what's cool about your, your, your edits, you know, and also your, your, uh, your videos. I mean, stuff, I think it's just a cool thing real quick before we go. Uh, I'm going to find out if you really lived in Huntington, Tech, Huntington, Texas for a little while though, because you had to hang out in Lufkin, right? I mean, that oh, yeah. had to be where you hung out. Oh yeah. Did you did you ever get a cheeseburger from Ray's Drive-In on Timberland Drive? Oh, Ray's Drive-In, best hamburgers 100%, no doubt. Like, Ladies and gentlemen, nothing else needs to be said. Kevin Pearson. Boy, what a joy it was meeting up with you, man, hooking up with you. We we're, we're going to stay hooked up, but uh man, any, anything I can do to help further your career too because uh I just think you're one of those pure artists out there 
that's really just hitting your stride, you know, an NFL team or somebody needs to jump on your bandwagon. We'll, we'll see if that happens, right? You know, everybody always jokes with me. They're like, I don't know how you don't work for a college or pro team already. Um, I think a lot of times I feel like I'm Robert De Niro on the intern, you know, when yeah. kind of, and so, you know, I, I firmly believe God's going to give me a, an opportunity one of these days. And, uh, but until then, I'm just going to keep telling people's story and, and, you know, I don't charge much. I'm cheap, you know, scoop edits. If you need anything done, just, you know, reach out to me and, and I'll work with you. And I just, I, I love doing this stuff and I appreciate the opportunity to come on here and talk to you a little bit. Ladies and gentlemen, another Tim May podcast in the can. Scoop Edish, thanks for joining me. Scoop, until next time, uh, this is Tim May. We'll see you then. Awesome. Have a good one. Guns up. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Jumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.